Welcome to the latest installment of the Talk Among Us podcast. I am your host, Mark Vieira. Welcome back. Thanks for checking back in. We are here in the uh, first week in September, which is freaking mind-blowing that the year's almost over already. I feel like it was just January. Um, It's been a little bit, um, per usual. This is not going the way I had expected or planned, and technical issues and scheduling issues and work's been crazy, and um, but I've been itching to get another uh, another episode out there, so I um, last night I was actually in uh, some downtime, was listening to some podcasts to chill out, and uh, was listening to my good friend Mike Hill from Tombs, who I manage. Um, he's got a couple of great podcasts, one of which is the uh, uh, Metal Matters podcast on the Gimme Radio setup, and uh, that if you are into heavy music at all, you know punk hardcore thrash death metal you name it uh it's well worth checking out mike also has another podcast um called everything went black and uh he had been a little behind on that one as well and uh it kind of inspired me to do this one because it was sort of just him checking in and i was like oh shit well if mike can do it and actually have a somewhat actually it wasn't somewhat decent it was a really good episode um just sort of checking in with no guests or no real focus. I was like, well, shit, I can probably try this anyway. And if it sucks, well, I won't do this again. Um, but yeah, so thanks to Mike and check out his podcasts. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to just to kind of kick things off and just give you a little update in the life of Mark Vieira and what has been going on. And um, as I assume, if you're listening to this, you probably at this point kind of know who I am. Uh, not imagining there's r- complete random strangers listening to this, but hey, if you are welcome and, and get a little insight into my uh, chaotic life, great. And if not, hey, well, thanks, friends. Um, so yeah, work has been incredibly hectic the past few weeks, which is a really good problem to have. Um, it's uh, fall is kind of traditionally a busy time for me, at least I, mean, I think for most people in the music industry, everybody kind of sort of tours in the fall, put stuff out in the fall. I mean, granted, obviously people do that all year round, but this is sort of a refocused time um, where I've got uh, th- actually three records coming out in the mo- month of October. Um, an EP by the band Ramallah, who this will be their first actual official release in really quite some time. Uh, it's coming out on Sailor's Grave. Um, that's coming out next month. And I have the new full length from 1349 coming out next month as well, which is, this will be about five years, just about somewhere in that neighborhood from their last release. And uh, they were over here uh, just about two weeks ago. Um, they flew over and played two shows in Florida and then flew to Las Vegas to play the uh, Psycho Vegas Festival, which, as I understand, was great. Wasn't able to make it out there this year, again, because of the chaos and insanity of trying to run a billion and four things at one time and um, sometimes getting away for a long weekend uh, as much as it would be great was not really in the cards. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently, you know, they had a really good reception there, a really good crowd. They played the pool stage, which is a really weird concept to think about, you know, a Norwegian black metal band playing in front of a pool at sundown in Las Vegas, but hey, fuck it. Shit's weird everywhere. Um, So yeah, they just uh, released a new song today. That album will be out on October 18th, and they start a U.S. tour October 25th, I believe. 
it might be the 26th. I do not have that calendar open right now because I'm trying to de- detach from work for the time I spend recording this. Um, yeah, they'll be kicking off a full U.S. tour with Yoada's direct support. And that's all we've announced so far, but we are going to have some other bands on the tour. It's just uh, kind of a juggling game right now, working with other people's schedules and announces, etc. So yeah, if you're if you're curious what I, what it is I do, I I spend a lot of time waiting and hoping. Um, I have a cloak record coming out on October 25th, and uh, yeah, they've released one song from it so far. Um, that album is fantastic, and if you haven't checked them out, please do. Actually, I encourage you to check out any of the bands I work with if you are not familiar with them. Um, it'd be a huge help. And, you know, I believe in, I pretty much specifically work with bands that I really actually enjoy. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I like, I think if I, you know, if I, if I believe in them, I, you know, it's probably worth checking them out. Um, unless you think I have really terrible taste, which, Hey, whatever. Um, but yeah, so those are the three records I have coming out. Um, Cloak will also be on tour at some point in the fall. I can't say much about that yet, but there's going to be something going on. Um, what else is? What else do I have going on right now? I uh, yeah, just unfortunately because of the hurricane that's now bearing about to bear down on Georgia, the Carolinas. Um, it actually may have touched down at this point, or by the point you're listening to this, who knows? Um, but unfortunately, Black Tusk live in Savannah, which is northern coastal Georgia, um, and they usually get hit with these pretty bad. So those guys had a week of shows starting tonight, uh, which is Wednesday, and unfortunately had to pull out because uh, Savannah and most of coastal Georgia was evacuated because of the of the hurricane. And obviously those guys can't kind of just leave i mean they had to evacuate but they can't just leave their families in a motel somewhere in random georgia or have them stay at home and deal with flooding and windows blowing out etc so and it's been a pretty nasty storm obviously if you've been keeping up the bahamas are pretty destroyed which is obviously terrible i think i just read that there was up to 30 uh, deaths so far but um since the storm just sort of sat on them but uh yeah it's terrible and you know i hope everybody you know, obviously hope this thing goes away as soon as possible. But yeah, so they had to cancel a week of shows that actually Cloak were supposed to be doing with them um, that went to a festival in Texas and back to Georgia. And um, so, yeah, that was a uh, sometimes canceling stuff is almost as time consuming and complicated as actually setting stuff up. So we spent a good chunk of the past couple of days preparing for that and then sort of getting it done and dealing with it and trying to figure out when we can reschedule stuff. Um, so yeah, hopefully those guys will be able to get back out to Texas um, sometime early next year because that's how booking works most of the time. And that's also not a quick situation. Um, but yeah, things have been good, but they've been extraordinarily hectic. Silver Snakes have a tour coming out this fall. Um, that I can't mention who it's with yet, but they will be out for another extended period of time, which is awesome because they'll be able to support their new record, which has been a little choppy, but um, they did the Combi Christ tour this past year and the tour record came out on that tour. So this will be the first tour that the record has been kind of out there during the whole thing. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, we should be announcing that soon. Um, but again, there's like a lot of like work that goes into just getting that kind of stuff together and filling off dates and figuring out logistics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and yeah, Ringworm just finished up a little brief run uh, with Goat Whore. Uh, I got a couple of shows next weekend, a couple of shows at the end of the month, and then they'll be out again later this fall with Havoc. And uh, yeah, we're working on some stuff for early next year for those guys. So a lot, pretty much everybody, everybody's keeping pretty busy right now. Wormwitch did some summer touring. They're taking a little bit of time off now. We're going to go out again in December for a little bit. Then, you know, next year is next year and we're planning stuff for them. Um, let me see if there's anything. I think that covers working on some stuff for Acid Witch for next year. They've been confirmed for uh, Maryland Death Fest and we have some other stuff going on around that. So that'll be fun and, um, hopefully getting them out here sooner than later, which would be great because I've actually never seen or met those guys in person. And I love the band and I'm excited to work with them. So that will be a fun weekend uh, or fun date when they actually get here. But that's, uh, you know, that's how that works. Cause a lot of times you don't see these bands, like people that I talk to and deal with on a daily basis. I don't actually see these people very often. Like if I, if I happen to make it to wherever they're playing or if it's a festival or, you know, if they tour through LA and, um, you know, like the ringworm guys, I was going to see them actually the weekend of psycho because the tour with goat whore was basically to get goat whore to and from psycho Vegas and, uh, ringworm were not able to get on the festival. So they had shows set up out here, which unfortunately due to some last minute logistic, logistical nightmares, uh, their LA and San Francisco shows were canceled. Um, which, hey, it happens, and it's super frustrating, and, you know, like, it definitely, definitely gets you down, definitely got me down, um, but, like, what can you do, you know, it's, like, the same thing with the Black Tusk cloak run this week, I mean, especially with that being, you know, that it was a hurricane, it was an act of God, in quotes, act of God, obviously, um, but, you know, like, that's even more frustrating, because it's not like you can actually blame anybody, there's, like, just a freaking big storm and you know shit's fucked up everywhere but you know we do what we can do um so yeah aside from work which consumes a, a gross amount of my time we've been uh you know just enjoying some new stuff i mean like obviously like everybody knows like with you know streaming and whatnot like there's just a lot of cool stuff that's more accessible now and i feel like you know in our downtime at night like you know, some of the new stuff that's been out on, you know, between Netflix and Amazon and everything. It's just like, we're in such a beyond a golden age of TV because like TV, like I forgot some podcast I was listening to was just sort of like comparing that, you know, in the old day, in the old days or in the past, like, you know, sort of act like film was considered sort of like, you know, the, the upper echelon and TV was sort of your throwaway and it's kind of almost becoming a secondary or even like, you know, you've got actors like Ewan McGregor agreeing to do television series on, you know, TNT or, you know, whatever. You get big name people that do television shows because you can tell these amazing long form stories, which is, which are fantastic a lot of the times. And, you know, like we just finished up The Boys uh, a week or so ago on Amazon. And if you have not watched that, I highly recommend it, even if you were not a comic book or a superhero fan. Um, I was completely unfamiliar with the topic. I heard about the show on a comic book podcast. I think it was like Collider Heroes. Um, but I, yeah, I had never read the, the title at all. And, um, 
yeah, we were, I was incredibly happy and impressed with the show and it's really great. And like, again, like even if you're not into superhero stuff, it's a, it's a very different approach to superhero stuff. You know, it's like what would happen if superheroes were real and weren't lived in the world that we live in now kind of. And I highly, highly recommend it. We had a really, really good time watching that. I can't wait for the next season. Uh, we just started Mindhunter on Netflix, which has been really good. Um, I didn't really know what to expect. I had heard it was good. I had heard some people compare it to possibly the X-Files, which I guess I can I can definitely see that, although I was expecting it to be more supernatural, which it's not. But hey, I am 100% on board with it. And again, like even though I'm like, I think we're halfway through the first season, I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, a little bit of a slow start, but I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a slow burn kind of thing. And I've definitely enjoyed what we've seen so far. And I know there's this second season that's out now. Um, so it's kind of great that like all these new shows have kind of come out and are stepping up. And I guess that's sort of where we're at now that there's just going to be a constant stream of good programming. Um, you know, like just like, like last, I mean, we've known about the Disney plus service coming in October, November, for a while and there's just been so many announcements like especially because between comic-con and the uh d23 conference last week last week two weeks ago which is disney's per own convention where they announce a bunch of their upcoming stuff and just you know i mean if if you know me you know i'm a huge star wars fan and i've just been completely enveloped in the marvel cinematic universe so the fact that like now marvel are going to are starting to do tv shows tv shows and quote but long form shows that are a um directly directly connected to and will have impact on future films i'm really excited about the uh winter soldier falcon show or falcon winter soldier i guess i think is the actual title but i'm really really looking forward to that especially they've announced that u.s agent's going to be in it and like a lot of characters i never really thought that you would see in an actual film are going to get a chance to you know be in a sort of a feature of one sort of another um wandavision looks pretty wacky but i'm kind of kind of on board to see where it goes i've got i think it's you know they've the marvel universe seems to have a pretty good grasp on everything and what they're doing star wars has been a little shakier but i am super excited for the mandalorian um you know because i'm an action film guy i grew up on action films and westerns and stuff and it definitely looks like a western in space which i realize everybody says about everything but this actually really looks like that um you know i like i realize some realize some of the complaints have been like you know well it's not boba fett and it's not ig88 in the previews and stuff but like i'm totally fine with it being a new character that has his own, you know, his own path to go on. And, you know, maybe somebody, maybe some of the old characters pop into it. Maybe not, who knows, but I'm definitely interested in watching it. And I love Pedro Pascal as an actor. So I'm very excited to see what he can actually do in this. Um, I mean, Werner Haas, uh, Herzog is in, geez, I just butchered his name. I hope he doesn't hear it. Cause he scares me. But um, yeah, I mean, Herzog plays an uh, Imperial officer in this. So, I mean, like you can't really go wrong. Like he's such a good, bad guy. Um, and Carl Weathers. I mean, the guy was Apollo Creed. I mean, yeah, it's very exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's just been a lot of stuff going along, a lot of stuff to watch. Uh, we checked out some uh, some live pro wrestling a couple of weeks back um, here in Long Beach, which is great when you really just don't have to drive very far. Um, 
the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling J Cup finals were here on Sunday, a couple, like I said, like about two weeks ago at this point. And uh, yeah, Sarah and I went to that, and that was actually a load of fun. Um, I skipped the last time New Japan was in LA proper and in Long Beach, um, but I've been a couple of times before. And this is a great show. I'm glad we got to go. Um, it was a lot of fun. Got to see some people I hadn't seen before, which is sort of kind of where I'm at in wrestling. I'm kind of like collect, sort of doing a, you know, like a bucket list of like, okay, I haven't seen this guy before. I haven't seen this guy. And uh, this tournament being a little bit of an outlier, had some extra, some other people in that I was had not been able to see before, like Amazing Red, um, El Fantasmo. I don't even think was wrestling in New Japan the last time I went to a show. Um Got to see Dragon Lee, who is, uh, you know, a Mexican luchador who's absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, but it was, I mean, we had a great time. Um, I had really kind of low expectations about it, but very glad we got to go. Um, which, if you know me, if the fact that I have no resentment to the fact I left the house is a very positive thing. Um, and uh, yeah, I we've been watching, you know, and also like again, downtime at night. And there's just been a lot of great wrestling to watch. Uh, the new Japan G one tournament was fantastic this year, even though I definitely did not watch it all because I not, I just humanly can't consume that much content. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just been, it's just been really fun to continue down this path of where wrestling is in, uh, you know, 2019 with, you know, like new Japan seems to kind of have, pivoted and sort of are re relaunching their efforts into the u.s and things are making a lot more sense and um it's been great but even like just in general their programming has been really really good to watch i mean it always it always is it's just upper echelon shit but it uh it was getting a little choppy and then it got a little scary and now we're back to like just fantastic viewing um you know, if you're if you are a pro wrestling fan, and don't watch New Japan, or you were a pro wrestling the lapsed fan, as that I believe the term is now. I highly recommend if you haven't checked out New Japan, just to give it a whirl. It's definitely a world of difference from the WWE, um, which isn't to say the WWE is bad, even though a lot of it is very bad. Um, the NXT brand has been incredible. The NXT UK show from this weekend. Um, I have not watched the entire show yet. I've watched a few of the matches and uh, the main event with Walter uh, and uh, Tyler Bate were, was an excellent, excellent, excellent match. And those guys are both great. Um, you know, again, just like just the where, the where the world is now, like just to find out that there's all this other stuff out there that has just been, you know, it's it's excellent to watch and performers from all over the world, you know, in this case, a, a Brit and an Austrian um, you know, it's like just, I mean, obviously this stuff's been out there and it's been on the internet and stuff, but kind of now it's like, Hey dummy, look up, you know, look, Hey, check this out. And you know, with all the different streaming services, you know, WWE network and new Japan world and high spots network, all this stuff is like just so at your fingertips and so much stuff is on YouTube and Twitch now too. Um, that it's just been, uh, it's been really fun and i'm enjoying it it's one of the things that it, i actually allows me to blow off some steam i mean we got to go to an impact wrestling show which impact used to be tna we got i think we did that last month down in santa Ana for a uh i was a i think it was a live stream show i can't remember if they taped it or it was live but either way i mean i had never i mean i've been watching in well i have i started watching impact i don't know 
well over a decade ago. It's not like I'm a regular consumer of it, but it's been much better in the past couple of years than people I think can kind of acknowledge. Um, yeah, it was fun to go to. It was like it was at an esports arena, which is like such a mind blowing concept for forty two year old Mark that there's like arenas where people go and watch people play video games. And we were there, and there were you know four or five hundred people probably watching the wrestling show. But like in the balcony, there was a like a gamer section where there were still like fifty kids playing video games like all with their headphones on and just sort of had no realization that there was another several hundred people in the building watching people, you know, do all sort of like death defying stunts. Um, but again, old man. So yeah, it was just a little weird for me, but it was a cool spot. I hope, I hope that's a location where people do more things that I'm interested in because the actual venue itself was really cool. It was kind of right in downtown Santa Ana, which again is like a really nice area. And I know that's sort of like probably like oh, downtown Santa Ana, that doesn't sound great, but it is actually really nice. There's a lot of good restaurants and bars and things to do down there and some, you know, the Frida Theater. And if you're ever in the area and you need, you know, you're looking to kill a night, downtown Santa Ana is not the worst place to do it. Um, we also watched the AEW uh, All Out pay-per-view this weekend, coincidentally the same day that... Uh, the w, uh, the NXT UK special was on, so we consumed a good amount of wrestling that day. Um, there was also a New Japan UK show on that did not air live, so we we did not, or it aired live on a diff, on the Fight Network for whatever reason. So we did not watch that. And I have not watched that yet, although I've heard it's pretty good, uh, although kind of rot with production problems. Um, but AEW continues to be something that I'm really excited for and that starts on regular TV in October. I'm actually going to be hosting a watch party uh, for the debut episode on TNT at, um, at Supply and Demand, which is my friends, Kevin, Erica, um, and others. Uh, they have a new bar here in Long Beach, uh, which is, if you know the area, it's right near Alex's on Anaheim. And... Um, yeah, we're just going to be doing a watch party, um, kind of be co-hosting co it to some extent with uh, Eddie, who we used to do the uh, uh, Let There Be Heels wrestling podcast, but he also does the RRBG podcast, which is another cool one. Um, so I think we're going to be kind of co-hosting that, and I think we're going to do a live podcast after the show and just kind of review it, and we'll probably throw it up on both of our feeds. Um, we've been talking about maybe doing like a couple of other, having a couple other people on it that do podcasts. It would possibly be something that's like a three or four multi-platform podcast. It's, I mean, the the chances that it doesn't happen are also pretty decent. But yeah, we've been talking. We had a couple of different uh, breweries coming in to do some special stuff for it. So it should be pretty cool and fun. And I just like, I miss doing events. I used to do so many when I lived in Boston. And even the you know first few years that I was here in LA, like still working in bars and clubs and DJing and putting on shows and putting together like events like this, like watch parties, listen parties. I do kind of miss it, even though I don't go out as much as anymore. And nor am I really, really interested in going out all that much, but I kind of got the itch to try to do some stuff. So they were kind enough to say, Hey, yeah, sure. You can have, have the bar that night. You just, you mean you just want us to put wrestling on TV like and give you a mic. And yeah, that was okay. We can do that. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. You know, I actually am really excited about this new product that's coming out. And um, I think a lot of people are, and for good reason. And um, 
you know, it's, there's some new, like new faces, old faces. Uh, it's been really enjoyable. I'm not going to go on a completely long rant or review of a wrestling pay-per-view that I've forgotten most of already. And there are plenty of really good wrestling podcasts that you can listen to that will give you a really good rundown of everything that happened. Um, and I'm not going to try to do that this time around, but, um, yeah, I'm just, I actually took notes for this one. Um, there is actually, while well, even though I'm still talking about wrestling, there is a, I am looking forward to a, uh, Triple A, which is one of the major t- of the two um, Mexican lucha companies or wrestling companies, uh, they are running a show here in a, about a month, a little over a month. It's supposed to be at the Forum. I'm still expecting that it's going to get downgraded or something because the New York show did as well. Um, so yeah, I don't have tickets for it, but uh, I'm actually really looking forward to going to that because again, like I said, I'm sort of at a bucket list state now where I'm like, oh, I've been watching this company. I think. I'm pretty sure I stumbled on it when I first moved to Los Angeles, which was almost 13 years ago now. But, you know, it was on, you know, Univision. And I'm the kind of guy that would always just, like, if I'm flipping through the channels, even in periods where I wasn't really a wrestling fan or following wrestling, I was flipping through the channels and just, you know, having a beer and I stumbled on some sort of wrestling, I would watch it, even if it was in Spanish. So AAA is definitely something that I've been aware of for, you know, over a decade now. And they're running, you know, the I guess it's not really their first U.S. shows. They haven't been in the U.S. in a really long time. So I'm uh, I'm hoping the show still happens and that I do get to go. Because um, uh, there's really, like, yeah, Mexican luchador stuff is, uh, is a blast. And um, I haven't gotten to go to a show in Mexico yet. So I'm hoping, uh, you know, I'm kind of living vicariously through going to the forum and, you know, hoping it's as kind of cool and crazy as, as it is on TV. Um but yeah, we've had a, uh, you know, oh yeah, and there's also, you know, the new Star Wars coming out, which again, super excited for, and like there's been more revelations again at Comic-Con, I should have tied this into the Disney Plus part, but, you know, Comic-Con and D23, and really interested, you know, to see like the last movie was obviously super divisive, uh, The Last Jedi. I enjoyed it, wasn't perfect, Solo wasn't perfect, but I enjoyed that as well. But uh, kind of have high hopes. I think everybody has high hopes for the, uh, this new one, Rise of Skywalker. And, uh, you know, I've got my theories. I think everybody has their theories. And again, there's some great podcasts. There's the Jedi Council on Collider where you can just listen to people talk intense Star Wars crap for, you know, an hour, two hours a week if you want. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited with what we've seen and the fact that um, Ian McDermott is somehow in the film and that the Emperor has some role, whether it's a clone, whether he's still alive, whether it's a th- throwback, force vision, whatever. But I'm really curious to see what they're going to do. Um, I know that you know there was the books in the 90s where he was he had cloned himself before he died and was able to jump into his own clone. So I kind of thinking they might be sort of going that direction, and also kind of really curious to see what the the Ray the Ray fallout will be. And you know, like obviously people were really disappointed in the last movie when it was you know that her parents were no one, and I still don't necessarily buy that. Um, and also the vision of the evil, more Sith looking Ray. What like what's that going to be? And you know, obviously there are a bunch of theories already. And I, what I've, what I'm learning about movies now is that I'm, I'm, I am 
really not trying, like I'm not trying to build expectations aside from thinking like, I hope this is good because, you know, we've seen this whole like, just like toxic blowback on, and it's not just the Star Wars films, but it's just films in general, like sequels when, when things don't happen the way people were hoping they were ha- going to happen. It's like, you know, like, oh, that's fucking bullshit. And like, you know, so I'm just trying not to get, you know, like marry myself to some idea that like, oh, Ray's actually, you know, was like created by the forest and then there's like multiple versions of her, which is kind of what I think, but I'm also not going to be super bummed out if that's not what it is. Like, I'm not trying to get on some complete negative train if like, you know, she turns out that she's Obi-Wan's granddaughter or something, which I don't think she is, but, um, you know, but again, it's something I'm excited for. And like, it's nice. It's, you know, I have to remind myself sometimes because you do become so consumed in work and then just the utter mundane bullshit of life that, you know, like getting groceries and the dry cleaning and, you know, cat food and doing laundry, just the normal stuff. Like it's, I have to remind myself sometimes that like, okay, cool. There's stuff to look forward to and stuff to get excited about. So it's kind of cool to have a bunch of stuff that you're really excited about. And, um, yeah, I mean, even like, I just have just been checking, I've been even more actively like during the day, like kind of checking out more bands and like, you know, like I never liked the Spotify, like, you know, or any, really any, um, I had an on again, off again relationship with Pandora, but kind of never really got into Pandora's rhythm. Um, yeah, I felt like you had to spend way too much time like saying like, oh no, no, I like Black Sabbath, but like, I don't need, you know this new metal band on here. This isn't what I'm into. You had to spend too much time kind of massaging the playlists. And, um, I found with like kind of with Apple music and Spotify now, like they're suggested for you. And some of the playlists that pop up are actually really good. And I'm finding a lot of new stuff that I really like. And there's a lot of new young bands that I've actually been excited to stumble on. Like in outside of bands that I work with, which, you know, like, again, I like the bands I work with and I'm really excited about some of the younger ones. Like, cloak and worm witch you know um because i guess those are kind of my two both youngest and newest bands but um there's uh you know just like pop stuff popping up and being like oh shit let me check these guys out let me write this down i've actually made like i created a google note on like new bands that i've just found and i've like i was like looking through it to kind of drop a couple of names tonight before you know before i started recording this and i was like man like there's like 12 bands on here you know like band all hell who i i've actually i heard about a i don't know maybe six months ago or so but they're from the carolinas i mean it's like you know it's basically total venom worship but they're really good and i've had them do some shows with uh ringworm they've done some shows with tombs um i know they've done some shows with cloak too i think it was actually before i worked with cloak but really like their most recent album and like if you're into that kind of you know sort of you know like i said again it's super venomy you know punky black thrash or something i don't know what even what to call that outside of venom um they're definitely worth checking out and then you know there's a couple of bands that have been popping up that they're not necessarily like underground at all but like you know creeping death like i was aware of and i saw their name pop up on something and i checked some stuff out a while ago and then i actually heard one of the guys in the band on up another on uh, ryan downey's uh, metallica uh, speaking destroy podcast and i sat back down with some of their stuff the other day and just really good young like the most of these are all sort of like in the crossover you know thrash hardcore some of them lean a little more death some lean you know lean a little bit more in one direction or the other but it's been just really kind of exciting just the you know like I needed. I was looking for a band, a couple of bands for a couple of shows, and uh, 
I, uh, yeah, my friend, uh, Taylor Young from Twitching Tongues and Nails and stuff had mentioned this band Dead Heat, um, to me. And I, I hadn't, I don't even think I was familiar with them and I checked them out and I really, really, really liked their record. Again, it's like just total, like it's the crossover kind of thrash that I, like I grew up on. Like to me, I was like, oh wow, this is like when I bought like my first DRI album. So it was like really cool. And like, um, skull cracks, another one that somebody mentioned to me, like, oh, like if you need an opener for the show, you check these guys out and you know, they're from the, you know, Southern California area. And they were really, really good. And like, there's just so many, like it was like, uh, oh yeah. Like I, I accidentally, I didn't even accidentally, I was, I was trying to find creeping death and I ended up finding this band plague years who were, I think from Michigan, I think they're from Michigan and they were really excellent. Like again, there's just been like so many and like, even like just trying to like, you know, just stuff that pops up and it's like, wow, there's like a lot of good stuff out there. And again, like a lot of this particular kick I've been on recently, like it's not super original. No one's reinventing the wheel, but I'm not necessarily looking for anybody to do that. You know, um, you know, I, I'm certainly not adverse to it. I thought Def Heaven's last album was fucking excellent. I mean, I like all of Def Heaven's stuff. I, I kind of ha- I have since pretty much, you know, I first stumbled on them, but I thought their new record was great. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's exciting to be excited about stuff, especially when it's stuff like when you're finding stuff that like you're finding stuff that you didn't know about. Like, it's one thing to be excited. It's like, oh, there's a new High on Fire record. There's a new Power Trip record. There's a new Star Wars movie. There's a new, you know, Captain America TV show. Like, those are things I already know about, but it's kind of cool to find something like The Boys or, you know, to find, like, a band like, you know, Rhythm of Fear, or, like, Lowest Creature, or Sadistic Ritual, and you're just like, oh, shit, this is fun. And, like, this is cool, and I enjoy it, and I can actually, like, sort of remove myself, because I don't know any of the people in these bands. I don't know anything really about them. I mean, outside of, like, you know, just general, like, oh, I looked up where they're from and what label they're on, and do I know, do I know anybody they work with? Um, because that's one of the things I do. But like, you know, it's just been, it's kind of, it's uplifting and, you know, like, you know, so when you get in the kind of the drag of work and like, it's not that I don't like what I do, but you know, like, again, like tour cancellations and stuff, I mean, stuff gets frustrating. So it's just been nice to kind of have like a little bit of an uplift in the past couple of weeks, realizing, hey, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. There's a lot of stuff coming up that I'm looking forward to. There's a lot of really good you know, like metal package tours coming through this fall. Like I was looking through my calendar because we're trying to plan a plan a trip um, out of LA, which becomes difficult when you've got five or six bands touring and, you know, everybody's hitting here on, you know, Thursdays and Fridays. So it kind of makes, you know, weekend traffic difficult or we, sorry, weekend travel difficult. But I'm looking at my calendar and I've got, oh, there's this awesome tour. There's that awesome tour. You know, like what am I going to, which one am I going to skip? So these are good, these are, totally good first world problems to have. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, I just kind of wanted to drop in, say hi, see what everybody was up to. Just remind everybody that I was here. And then, yeah, I've still have a list of people that I've been trying to wrangle to get on this thing and to talk about more stuff. And as I become a little bit more competent and confident in my actual recording ability, hopefully I can kind of get more stuff going on with the old Skype interviews and phone interviews and whatnot. Cause I'm sort of still in the, why don't you come here with my microphone and sit next to me, um, stage of podcasting. 
But uh, once I get this figured out, hopefully this, these will be a little smoother, a little more frequent, and probably more interesting than just me talking about what I've been watching on TV and listening to on my computer. So that pretty much sums it up for the week. Um, yeah, if anybody has any questions, comments, uh, my email is uh, in the, it's mark at markjaviera.com, but it'll be in the uh, the episode description. You can find me on social media. I think I'm at Mark Javier pretty much everywhere. Um, and again, that'll probably be in the um, in the uh, description as well. And I just want to thank Alex Estrada from one of my bands, Silver Snakes, who also is the owner and engineer producer at uh, Pale Moon Studios in, in downtown LA, Chinatown LA. Um, for doing my new theme song. I think I'm going to probably try to use this for uh, uh, kind of going forward instead of kind of just picking bands at random, songs at random that I like. I'm just going to kind of go with this one and see how that goes. So thanks to Alex and check out the song. I was really happy. I texted him last night and said, hey, do you think you could do something for me? And I woke up this morning and there were two versions. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. And thanks, Alex. And uh, again, thank you all for hanging out with me for a little bit. Have a good one.